everybody. I've uh, been looking forward to this week again. I'll give it just a minute here to see if we're connecting online. Uh, it looks like we probably are. So I'm going to go ahead and go uh, keep going. So if you would send me a little uh, little notice in the chat box there, we'll see if that's working as well. So I've been excited about sharing some of these things that God's been doing in my life. You know, it's uh, it's really not fun to go through a crisis. You know, a crisis sometimes is, well, it's always like uh, unexpected. You don't anticipate it coming and then all of a sudden, boom, there you go. It's something that, that really can set you back. And I've talked a lot about responding in faith, not fear not giving in to fear, and that's just a really big thing, you know, just, you know, when you get initial news of of uh, something, for me, my health crisis was a diagnosis of esophageal cancer, so I'm actually coming up to the first year anniversary of that diagnosis here on the 21st, and um, uh, praise God that he has been with me uh, every step, every inch of the way through this long, dark valley. And uh, hi, Zeta. Art and Zeta. Hi, these my good friends in western Alaska. It's really good to see that you're online. Uh, Lord bless you guys. Uh, we're having a spring blizzard, or snowstorm. It's not a blizzard. Uh, the wind isn't blowing, but we're in a spring snow in Anchorage. So, uh, so much for global warming, huh? It's uh, cold. It's supposed to be like two, I think, tonight. Um, two above. So, you know, when we when we face this crisis, it's just really important that we that we uh, don't allow fear just to overwhelm us. And you know, one of the it's it's easier when God just makes Himself so incredibly real to you. And, you know, I had a, I'll talk today about another experience where I literally felt the hand of God touch me. And um, one of the, a verse uh, that, there were several verses, but uh, one of the verses that I really held on to when, when this, you know, crisis just slammed me upside the head was Isaiah 41.10. It's, it says in there, it says, Fear not, for I am with you. This is God speaking. He says, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Wow. God himself. He says, I'm your God, and I will strengthen you. He says, I will it's not I might, I will help you. I will uphold you. How is he going to uphold us? With his, he says, with my righteous right hand. You know, and throughout the Bible, the, the right hand is illustrated. As far as I could tell, it's about 166 times that the, that the right hand of God is mentioned. Uh, it's... Or, or the right hand, the hand of God, and those phrases. The, the concept of the right hand of God is referring to things like in creation itself. 
when the world was created, Isaiah 66.2 says, For my hand made all these things. God says, His hand made these things. Thus all these things came into being, declares the Lord. Psalm 8.3 says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you ordained. And Psalms also uh, 95 verse 5, it says, The sea is his, for it was he who made it, and his hands formed the dry land. So there's also, I just realized I need to start the broadcast on Instagram. So sorry about that little break there. I don't know why I forgot that. So if you're watching from one of these other platforms, I hope the chat still works for you. Uh, I hope it does. So <clears throat> to get back to this, uh, your fingers, the moon and stars, you created them, you'd ordained them. His, his hands formed the sea, the dry land. There's also the hand of God. We see it in the way of judgment. In Jeremiah 15, 6, you have forsaken me, declares the Lord. You keep going backwards, so I will, I will stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. He says that they were going the wrong way, so he was going to stretch out his hand and take care of that. We see the hand of God in deliverance. Uh, Moses, in taking the children of Israel out, uh, away from bondage, it says in Exodus 13, 3, Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you went out from Egypt from the house of slavery. For by a powerful hand, the Lord brought you out from this place, and nothing leaven shall be eaten. And Jeremiah 32, 21 talks about deliverance as well. It's that same, same uh, story referring to, it says, You brought your people of Israel out of the land of Egypt with signs and wonders, with a strong hand and with an outreached, outreached arm. The hand of, all, of God also talks of, uh, represents provision. In Psalms 103, or 104, verse 28, You give to them, they gather it up. You open your hand, and they are satisfied with good. In Psalm 145, 16 also says, You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. The hand of God also talks refers to justice. In Deuteronomy 32:41, it says, "If if I sharpen my flashing sword and my hand takes hold on justice." There there's so many references. I just picked a few out uh, talking about each one of these subjects. Uh, salvation, the hand of God is referring to salvation. The Psalm 138.7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you revive me. You stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies. Praise God. Praise God for his hand, his right hand. And it says, And your right hand will save me. He will stretch forth his hand and he will save me. In Acts 5.31, it says, He is the one whom God exalted to his right hand, this is referring to Jesus, as a prince and a savior to grant repentance to Israel 
and forgiveness of sins. And also in Psalm 1835, we find you have also given me the shield of your salvation and your right hand upholds me and your gentleness makes me great. So it's the right hand of God represents salvation and the right this is also very personal this uh, uh the hand of God can be a very very personal thing Isaiah 42:6 it says I'm the Lord I've called you into righteousness I will also hold you by the hand I really like the way that translation puts it God himself is going to hold us by the hand and watch over us Hey there's Nanny online uh Good to see you. Uh, well, good to see your chat. <laughs> uh, the The hand of God also represents the promise of help. Isaiah forty one thirteen says, "For I am the Lord your God, who upholds your right hand, who says to you, Do not fear; I will help you." Oh wow, isn't that good? God Himself will help us. The hand that created that created this world, that hand will reach down, join us by the hand, and help us, and bring a, a aid to us. And finally, the hand of God can represent sickness. In Psalm ten, verse twelve, it says, "Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand, and do not forget." the afflicted. Do not forget the afflicted. Hey, Pastor UL out in far western Alaska. It's good to see you on here. Lord bless you and your folks there. What a wonderful uh, village. What a wonderful uh, place, Point Hope. You know, the hand of God is such an extraordinary thing. I I hadn't really studied this uh, very much until I was getting ready for this here. And, you know, was, um, I, I want to bring to you stories of things that happened to me, but it's really careful that it's, it's really important that we be careful to, to judge or weigh those stories against what the word of God says, because our stories and our experiences do not supersede the Word of God. They're not higher in authority. The ultimate authority is the Word of God. Our experiences, we weigh them and we judge them and we look at how, what the Word of God says about this. And, you know, what is the hand of God? What does it mean? What, how, does it, how, does, how does this operate? And, you know, during my 21-day uh, stay in in. Um, in the hospital in intensive care, uh, my wife could not come in. They, because of COVID restrictions, they wouldn't allow her to come into the hospital. And towards the end of that, you know, she was she tried everything that she could think of. I know people have said, "Well, you should do this, you should do that." Uh, believe me, she did everything except take our vehicle and run through the front door of the hospital to get in there. She tried everything in the world that she could think of. She was frantically trying to get in and, and they, and it just wasn't happening. And she was at, at home praying and uh, she was at home praying. And in her prayer, she told me she was praying, God, I can't 
touch my husband right now. She hadn't been able to touch me for almost three weeks, like physically be with me. And she said, would you just reach down and touch him right now? And I called her from the hospital. At, at that time, there was, you know, I kind of had to measure out how much I could say because I didn't have much of a voice because of the, the surgery that they did. They did a lot of stuff right up here around my vocal cords and had tubes and had stuff going. So I didn't have a lot of words I could say during the day, but I called her and I said, I said, uh, I had the most incredible thing happen to me. I said, I was laying here in my... I was laying in the hospital bed and I felt a hand physically felt a hand on my head and I looked around and there was nobody in the room it it was the most peaceful moment ever I'm sorry I can't it's the Spirit of God, I just, when the Spirit, when I talk about this, it just stirs up these, the Spirit of God. My wife was praying, God, would you touch me? Would, would you touch my husband? And I was laying in the hospital bed and God touched me. I called, I told her, get back to my story. I, I, when I called her and I told her what had happened, she said, what time was that? And that was when, it was exactly when she was at home praying, God, I'd really like to, you know, kiss my husband on the cheek. I'd like to touch him. Would you, I can't do that. Would you touch him for me? So that's how personal God is. You know, I can't help but think when, when I'm talking about this, there, there might be some of you that are, that are going to be listening to this. Either you're listening right live as it's going on or you're listening to a recording later on it really does not matter because God is uh, bigger than than that time frame he's bigger than distance it doesn't matter where you are what day it is what time it is the hand of God can touch your life right now as well and if you would like somebody to pray with you um I'm sorry I need to get uh I should have put that up earlier. If you would like somebody to pray with you, just send an email to that prayer at akmissionary.com. And I would love to pray with you uh, privately or however that may be. And some of you may be experiencing a, a crisis right now and you need God to intervene. So, so, for those that are online right now, would you join me in prayer? And let's pray for God to touch, to intervene in those in these situations. Lord God, I'm thankful that in spite of being uh, omnipresent, omniscient, you're also very personal, God, and you reach down and you touch us right now. It, right here on this, in this planet, right where we're at, no matter if it's in a prison cell, driving driving down the road or what it is. I pray, God, that those that need your touch, that you would touch them right now. You know, COVID has stopped people from being able to visit in their relatives in the hospital or in the retirement homes, Lord. And I pray that you would 
If there's somebody in the hospital or retirement home that hasn't had a relative there, I pray that you would touch them. You just touch them with your hand. You just, and it brings love and it brings peace. It brings joy in their life. Lord, I'm thankful that that you are, that your your touch is real. I thank you for that, God. Amen. So, well, uh, I'm not really sure. I forget to set my timer. Uh, I think my I probably should wrap this up. It's probably been about long enough. So, hey, bless you guys, and be sure and send an email if you want prayer. If you need so, if you want somebody to pray with you.